This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, where the gospel goes out day after day here on the radio, on this radio broadcast. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, with the old Trailblazer. Many of you may be listening for the first time. We are here at, uh, in Walker, Louisiana, after having been in New Orleans for many, many years, up until Katrina. And Katrina came along and caused lots of damage to our facilities there. We weren't able to repair them. So we moved up here to Walker, about an hour's drive from New Orleans. And uh, we're here now. We built a new chapel and a new bookstore. And uh, we're going on day by day. Radio broadcasts are uh, increasing. We've gone on some new stations recently. And then we had to cut a few stations because they were non, nobody was listening. So if you're listening, I'd like to hear from you. Just drop me a note. Say, yes, sir, Pastor, we're listening. And uh, if you do that, I appreciate it. And it's always good to, to hear from you. So uh, let's get back in our study. If, if you've been listening, it, we're bringing you a study now. I have started a couple of weeks ago on our homes. Isn't that a, isn't that a gracious topic? You ever hear any, you ever hear any, any messages on, on the home and what's going wrong in our society and all those things? You ever hear any, you hear your preacher speak about it, my friend? Well, the Lord laid this on my heart to, cause I see the, the downgrade. I see the, how, how our homes are wrecked and ruined now by Satan and the, and the, and the things that go on in the world. And I see the, the lack of parental authority. I see many homes where there's no daddy in the home at all. And I see those things, and it's all uh, just works right into into Satan's hands to wreck our home. So let's go back and look there now. In our in our last study, we were looking there at the first home. Let's notice how Satan wrecked it, and then it'll coincide with what's going on today. Satan, who was once Lucifer, the morning star, the anointed cherub, there in heaven, he led the worship there. They said he was the most beautiful. Now, a fallen creature. Once he was a ruler of this earth, holding dominion over it with probably myriads of subjects who went down under the curse with him. Now, jealous because man had taken his place as ruler of the earth, set his whole heart on vengeance against man and God. I can, I can uh, relate to that just a little. I would imagine Satan is always uh, in a rage. Oftentimes we have a, a rash of things that uh, the Lord seemingly allowing Satan to to come into our homes and do. And I say Satan's in a rage. Well, I believe Satan's been in a rage ever since, ever since the day he was cast out of heaven. Why was he cast out, Trailblazer? Because he aspired to be God. He said he will, he will be God. And he ha- has never changed his, his admonitions. He's, his uh his his motives have never changed now, but listen, let's go back. There is a ruler of this earth, he set his whole heart on vengeance against God and against man. There was a land of Eden we saw there in our last studies or two. Been restored after the judgment, and we'll go into that later. There was a beautiful garden, the Garden of Eden, the Garden of God, where the man and his wife lived. Not often uh, ventured my opinion a little bit. I don't know how long Adam and Eve lived there in the garden. It's not important, but I just believe they were there many years and, uh, they lived in harmony with the Lord, worship, speaking with the Lord on a regular basis and, uh, much, much 
much enjoyment, much appreciation there. And then, and then listen, listen. Ah, uh, when Satan approached Eve one day, as she stood maybe gazing up on that tree of knowledge of good and evil, they had never touched it, and saying to her, Oh, Satan, the old serpent. The Bible said Satan, the serpent, was the most subtle. He was the most subtle of all of the creatures. He said, uh, Yea, hath God said? Hath God said? Can't you just smell the sarcasm in his in his voice there, my friend? Here was the old liar questioning the word of God. Do you know he still does that? Do you know why you're not saved, my friend? Because you don't believe the Lord. Satan has warped your mind to where you can't. Oh, I can't believe. I can't believe. I, uh, my friend, that's Satan's, Satan's territory. What he said here, uh, yea, hath God said? Why, did, why didn't he approach that? Why didn't he approach that? Why didn't he approach Adam? You want to ask yourself that question? You want me to answer it for you? Why didn't he approach Adam? He, Adam was the head, head of the home. No, he approached Eve. He approached Eve uh, to cause her to doubt God's word and then to lead her to usurp the authority over Adam, which she did. Now, we're going to speak about that uh, at length about a woman's place in the home, woman's place in the church. But here, here we see where Satan uh, went, went, went there to, to Eve. He didn't go to Adam. No. The woman was surprised, no doubt, when he asked her that question. Don't you imagine that she was surprised? I would think she was. Now, but, but she answered him in these words. Now, listen, I want you to listen. I want you to hear. What Eve, this is, this is, this is God's word, my friend. I know that there's folks who doubt God's word. I know there's folks who make fun of the scriptures. And I know there's folks who doubt the veracity of uh, the creation, all of those things. But listen, she answered him in these words. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Instead of the woman answering Satan in the plain declarative statement of God's eternal word, Thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thou shalt surely die, she answered him like this, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. She put her own opinion there. You know, one of the greatest hindrances to you getting saved, sinner, awakened sinner, one of the greatest hindrances that I know of, of you getting saved, is that you have an opinion. You have your own thoughts. Instead of relying on God's word, instead of trusting the Lord to, 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 to lead you and to guide you and to give you, no, she said, uh, neither shall thou touch it. She had to put her own opinion or her own interpretation there in her answer. Just like these modernistic scholars have put their evolutionary interpretation on the word of God. It makes me, it gets me hot on the collar. When Satan saw that she added to the word, now, now listen, listen, he seized the opportunity. He saw a, a weakness there. He saw a, a crack there, as it were, that he could interject. Now, let me say, the only way in the world that we can combat Satan 
is with, Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Our second man, Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, met Satan at every thrust, every turn of the road. Thus it is written, And they overcame him by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. Satan knows when we misquote the word. Satan knows when we add to the word of God or take away from it. Now, let me interject right here, my friend. We have humpteen dozen different interpretations or or whatever you want to call them of God's word on the market today. Ever, ever ism and schism, as you can imagine, have put out a Bible, the NIV and all of those others that you can name. And uh, we, we it got so prevalent here. Folks want to know why we don't sell anything but the King James Version that we put out a little pamphlet, a little statement, two or three pages of uh, errors, the errors in these modern Bibles. If you'd like to have a copy of that, you, will you write me, call me or email me, but give me your mailing address. We'll mail that to you, free and postpaid. It won't cost you a penny. It'll show you the error in, uh, in, in those new interpretations. And I'll, I'll just give you one. Maybe it'll whet your appetite. Uh, there on Mount Carmel, when when uh, when the prophet was dealing with those uh, uh, demons there, those devils there, those false prophets of Baal, and they were they were uh, uh, praying and cutting themselves because the fire had not come down to consume their offering. Uh, one of the misinterpretations said it says uh, that he said to them. Uh, call on your God. Uh, may, uh, why hasn't he answered? Uh, maybe he's on the toilet. Now, my friend, that's blasphemy. That's in that book. Now, you write me, and I'll send you that those uh, those those verses, those scriptures. And uh, it's not my opinion. It's it's what God says compared to what they say, my friend. But I know, I know, and I have folks come here in the bookstore, and they tell me my pastor said, be sure and get an NIV Bible. Be sure and get this one. Be sure and get that one. They have now the African-American women's Bible. They have this kind of Bible. They have that kind of Bible. And people people use them. They, they, they simplify some of the terms. People think they're easy reading. But no, my friend, it's error. So we, 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 we don't have time to go into that too much today. But you write me, and I'll send you those, in, those scripture uh, corrections, free and postpaid. But Satan knows when we misquote the Bible. Satan knows when we add to the word of God. And don't worry, he'll take advantage of every opening that we give him, my friend. He said, yea, uh, hath God said. Don't you, can't you imagine that there was a little sarcasm in that? Yea, uh, Miss Eve, has God said. I, I like to make fun of old Satan. But you know what? My friend, he's a living, breathing reality. And he hates the gospel. He hates God's word. He hates the radio missions. He hates the old trailblazer with a passion because I'm out here uh, correcting error. My friend, you, 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 the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If you don't hear the truth, my friend, you'll never be saved. Why, why, does, why, does, uh, why does the circumstances keep you from attending, uh, the, listening to the service where the gospel is preached? Because Satan makes it appropriate for you to miss. You miss you miss the services today. Next week will be easier. Tomorrow will be easier. If you turn off the old trailblazer today and go out and dig taters or something, tomorrow you won't be 
I'm telling you, my friend, Satan knows exactly how to keep you from hearing the gospel. And then you can't blame Satan for everything. You know, man is a sinner by nature, just a sinner by nature. He came into this world as a You say, Trailblazer, you, you hone in on that all the time, that man is a sinner. And I'm not a sinner. Well, you are. Whether you understand it, whether you believe it, whether you admit it, uh, the Bible says there's none righteous, no, not one. None, N-O-N-E, righteous. No, not one, O-N-E, one. Not one individual ever born into this world came here as with any kind of righteousness, my friend. And listen, but the old tribulator is running out of time. I wish you'd write me, let me hear from you, and tell me you were here for our fellowship day. And uh, help me with the broadcast a little if you can. The Lord's blessing, sending the finances here to stay on the air. We haven't have we not having to go off the more station. And uh, remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box eighteen ten Walker, Louisiana seven zero seven eight five. And then go there to my website radiomissions.org, and you'll find much information there. Pray for me. Goodbye. <laughs> 